Hi, Rising Tribe. Welcome to the Free Riders Dungeon, a blog and podcast that delves into the world of writing and entertainment. I'm your host, Greg Diggs, and here you'll find a variety of segments and stories that explore the craft of writing, other forms of media, and everything in between. Join us as we journey through the realm of words and imagination and discover the magic of storytelling. Whether you're an aspiring creator, a fan of literature, or simply love a good tale, the Free Riders Dungeon is the place for you. So get comfortable, and don't forget to subscribe. Hello, everybody, and I appreciate you for joining me here today in the Freeriders Dungeon. So we have a few things to talk about before we get started. First off, if you go to freeridersdungeon.blog, our home website, you'll be able to see that you're able to sign up to become a tribesman today. Now, with that, you get exclusive content and offers throughout the entire year and even more. We have a lot of awesome stuff prepared for you guys, a lot of awesome stuff planned, and I can't wait to unveil what we have going on. So make sure you check that out. It's all for the low price of five bucks a month. Uh, As soon as you go to the home website, you'll be able to see uh, FWD Linker, uh, L-I-N-K-R. From there, you'll be able to see all of pretty much the links associated with the Freeriders Dungeon uh, alongside the perks with becoming a uh, tribesman. So it's really awesome. Check that out. Uh, Alongside that, you're going to want to make sure that you subscribe to our newsletter because we have some upcoming content that you're going to want to be a part of. Now, one of those things being is uh, basically I'm revamping my initial comic book, Beware the Man Mongrel. I'm doing it all by hand. Uh, I was going to just create the last issue and do a compendium of whatever was remaining on global comics of, you know, what I used with uh, AI as far as um, AI art. Uh, But honestly, it's just not satisfying for me, like whatsoever. And uh, because of the difficulties with AI, um, I have to keep altering my script because it's not able to replicate exactly like what I want. And even at that... Like I told you, like, even though I'm letting it go for free, I feel like I'm cheating myself and other artists as well. So I'm just deciding to just go ahead into it. I've never done my lettering or anything before. So I'm learning about this all as I go, honestly. Um, I know it sounds horrible, but but, uh, it's all been going out pretty damn well. Um, I'm I'm really excited to start displaying some of the stuff we have going on. Uh, Today, I was obviously doing some world building and that was really fun. I'll get into that a little later, but um, as far as the the comic book content and everything, um, like I said, I have some stuff planned for the supporters of the Tribes and Tears. As far as like getting some free merch and stuff, um, I, I've been you know running some numbers with a few different companies just kind of compared just to see like you know who who's got the quality alongside like you know uh, either a cost effective or a good price. Um, and, you know, talking around with a bunch of different independent creators is a a good way to ensure that your fans are going to be receiving quality product and that you're going to be receiving that, you know, for the price that you paid. So it's really awesome. Got some awesome stuff going on. Uh, make sure you check that out. Just subscribe to the newsletter on the home website being freeridersengine.blog. Uh, like I said, we got a lot of surprises for you guys. So I wanted to get into this episode today just because, Um, I was talking to another creative and they were really concerned about their numbers. And when I say their numbers, I mean their analytics. So seeing how many different people either reading their book or, you know, um, subscribing to it, uh, 
purchasing it, whatever the situation may be, you know, or even just reading it in general. So this can go for comic book artists. I'm sorry, for um, just comic book creators. It can go for uh, authors or novelists. Um, pretty much any form of either sequential art or, you know, whatever. And, you know, like I said with this particular person, he was, he was very concerned about, you know, his metrics. So with the conversation that we had, uh, it, it just kind of inspired me to make this episode of why you shouldn't just focus on the numbers, just have fun and create. And with the advice that I always give you guys, um, you know, it's stuff that I'm learning along my creative journey as well. So, of course, you know, take it with a grain of salt. You know, the stuff that works for me might not work for everybody else and, you know, things like that. But I'm just telling you from what I've personally seen and (laughs) just kind of interacted with why you shouldn't focus on these things. So, first off, of course, it really depends on you know, the, the medium that you're in and how many platforms that your particular book is on. Um, sometimes certain people, um, some creatives that start off just kind of want to stick to one platform. And I mean, Hey, if that platform, you know, they treat you well and, uh, you have a good, um, you know, revenue share and everything like that. I mean, Hey, why not do it? Right. But me personally, I like to do the shotgun method and kind of spread it wherever I can, but um, I rather it be um, a bit controlled, like everything ties back to my company, you know, and um, I can understand why some people kind of get lost in the entire thing is because whenever you create something new one it's it puts you in a vulnerable state i personally feel like um whenever you have everything already set to go you're about to release it to the world it's that anticipation of whenever you've just released it to see who's receptive to it you know what their thoughts are and stuff like that and that's why i feel like um it's it's good to have um you know, a supporting group that you trust as far as readers, because even sometimes, you know, I would like to see, okay, what are people thinking? Like, I like this, you know, so far, but, you know, let me see what, you know, some, some test readers would think. And I would reach out to some other creators that either I've read some of, some of their stuff and gave them feedback. And, you know, it's kind of a quid quo pro thing, or, um, you know, you just have, like, I have certain friends that aren't in the comic book medium whatsoever, you know, and I slide them some, you know, excerpts from my comic and see, okay, what do they think about this? Because I know what these other creatives are going to think, and, and it's it's wonderful advice, don't get me wrong. Uh, they'll give you some very good constructive criticism depending on who you talk to, uh, but... I feel like the the average reader, the one that doesn't really know what exactly they're looking for, is just kind of like deer in the headlights going into it. Yeah, you could also get some very honest advice from there as well. You know, so I feel like there's there's certain ways around that. But like I said, some people want that instant gratification, and it, it's not a bad thing. You know, even I anticipate 
success. And sometimes it does get me to this giddy state to where I just want to know now. I want it now, <laughs> you know, but patience is a virtue, you know, and um, I've like I said, I've seen some creatives to where they get so lost and just staring at a screen like you can imagine okay if you have good marketing and everything behind your your book or your comic then yeah you could have some steady traffic or you could have no traffic some days but business is just like that it's not always booming you know for some people and uh, it also depends on how much capital you have behind your uh, particular comic as well or uh, you know your book but at a certain point, whenever you get so fixated on the numbers, um, depending on what exactly they look like, I mean, even at that, you could be doing great one day, fall off, like, you know, say like 100 people or whatever, and you would still feel like you're not doing the best of your ability. You would feel like there's a sense of, what's the word I'm looking for? Honestly, I'm a little spacey right now. I've been... <laughs> been kind of work, uh, working on stuff all day but um it's, it's that they get into this mind this negative mindset and sometimes it could be a little bit malicious whenever it comes to talking to their fan base to where you feel like your your material is just undesirable and i've seen some people just kind of go on these power trips and stuff on twitter like you know does anyone even care that i'm creating you know, or who's actually reading my comic? Who actually cares that I'm doing this? Why should I continue doing this if no one's reading? You know, I personally never felt that way. Even with podcasting, I feel like with every individual stream, that's one more person than I would have had, you know, than the, either the previous day or from zero. You know, there's always a positive in that. And I appreciate every single stream, every single read of my comic, literally like all of it. And it's because whenever I initially started, I really didn't think anyone was going to be interested in what I had to, to create, what I had to say, anything like that. And these past, what, coming up on two years have been insane, <laughs> you know? And it's, it's not like, you know what I'm saying, like, outstanding completely fantastic numbers but it's just like wow you know like i got at least two thousand people to do this or to you know invest in me in this kind of way or with their time and this this and that and it's really awesome it's really awesome because you never know the type of people that you're reaching i've had a couple of people reach out and just kind of tell me how you know my content stuff just apparently it it enriches like some people at least like they they feel like a sense of connection and stuff like that at least it's what at least two people that I could personally think of have said the others it was just kind of like yo just keep going you know I appreciate you everything like that and I feel like focusing on those people as well are the ones that matter even if you're not completely getting that you should still focus on the the ones that you are getting rather than the ones that you aren't you know, and I don't even want to say focus on that. Like I, I casually view my analytics, but I'm not stressing over them. You know, 
and I don't create things based off my analytics. Like if I see you guys on the podcast say that you like, um, like it's been a while since I've done a character uh, analysis and I've been meaning to get back at that. It's just I kind of had lost track of time. <laughs> and uh, there's a few things that I really want to get back to that we have introduced like either in the, in the first season or whatever. But, um, you know, eventually we'll get to that just on the quick side. But, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> Gosh, uh, my mind has been everywhere today, honestly. I apologize, guys. But, um, shit, I guess I'm gonna have to keep going forward because I, I cannot remember for the life of me what I was just saying. Honestly, I kind of looked at these these teddy bear graham crackers and I was like damn those those look smack right now <laughs> and I, I kind of just zoned out right there and I was like oh shit like what was I talking about <laughs> uh, I'm a fat ass I'm a fat ass it's all good though but um I just know that there are a lot of people at least that I've seen that kind of get lost in that trap of you know, just not having fun with it. You know, if you have fun with your craft, you just focus on honing it. You know, personally, I, I tell, well, I do it myself. And what I also tell people on my team, and what I tell other people to do as well, at least what I encourage them to do, is to dip into different mediums that they're not in. Me, personally, that's why I like dipping in. Of course, like, I do my comic book art, but I also like doing manga art. And don't think that it's the same. Please don't think it's the same. And it's not just the way it's read or anything like that. It's the line work. It's the, the, the way they do their shading. It's the way they do their inking. The, the tools that they use. It's immensely different. And of course, it's like a different side of the world. So you'd expect that. But, you know, the more I've been delving into it, the more I realize, like, wow, I have one set of tools for comic art. And I need a different set of tools, <laughs> you know, for manga and I mean I don't need it I can make do with what I have because I have some great tools but to get the the exact feel that that I want because I want to be able to to meld both like the the comic book and manga you know art to where it kind of I don't know like it has a hint of simplification but at the same time like very detailed in other aspects as far as what I mean, and in some ways adopts the style of some of the things they do in manga, but at the same time, in a comic book. It it sounds stupid when I say it out loud, but when I do it, (laughs) you guys gonna see, yo, Greg was on to (laughs) something. He wasn't talking that bullshit. But yeah, yeah, it probably already been done, but the way that I've been thinking about it, I was like, the way I want to make this my own is some shit. And not to say I don't have my own style that I'm not comfortable with. It's just that I always like to to grow and challenge myself and to see, you know, what else can I do? You know, I came in the game really just trying to be a comic book creator. And now I do like marketing and all this other bullshit because I have to, (laughs) you know. And that's what inspired me to just create my own publishing house with FWD Comics. And um, right now I'm getting everything rolling so that way, like, once we debut it and you know we have uh, already have some projects in the works right now but what I'm wanting to do is um, 
also like get some contracts and everything in order so that way we could have like fwd comics um you know exclusive content you know and it would just be dope it would just be real dope and um I just wanted to do that because I knew whenever I got started, it seemed like there was just this wall or this, I don't know, just this, um, I I would say like a paywall between some of the stuff that you need, like either as a novelist or I would say as a comic book creator, like there's a lot more resources out there for you and they're freaking awesome, but I wanted to be able to supply something for them both, you know, because I want to be able to publish both comic books and novels or graphic novels and manga, you know, and of course be able to do print on demand uh, deals for, you know, whoever and offer based services, but also have our own comic book line. So that's something that I've been working on for a little bit here, um, just to let you guys exclusively on the podcast know, I haven't really talked too much about it. Um, Recently, I've just been doing my research on it, kind of biding my time and seeing how exactly I'd want things to run. And of course, for anyone that wants to get involved with it, you're always, you know, free to reach out through the uh, Freeriders Dungeon website. But it's just, it's just really awesome. Like I initially just wanted to create comics and then I got to a point to where I was just like, you know what, screw it. I just want my own you know, I don't want to be my own publisher. You know, I don't want to have to keep inputting or sending off, you know, these uh, different offer letters and stuff to, you know, the the bigger uh, comic book publishers to either hopefully get a deal or whatever when I could just create my own company and see what I can do. You know what I mean? To compete with these guys. Like, you don't want my comic? Fine. Like... <laughs> I'll, I'll see you in the race. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's just dope, man. It's just dope. Because I feel like there's a lot of things, especially in the independent community, that are that are happening, that are very exciting. And um, there's a lot of changes coming. And I think a lot of people see that right now. It's just cool. It's just cool. But, um, like I said, the importance with just having fun with it all is... Whenever you're just um, honing your own craft and not focusing on the numbers or some of the opinions of some people, because some people will just want to shit on you just because, you know, and that's why I always tell you guys, especially if you've listened to my previous episodes, that I like to be able to articulate if I like or dislike something and exactly why, you know, because like I said, I, I used to be on the debate team whenever I was in school, so like being able to debate was one of my favorite things because it's like I gotta hit you with the facts like there's no emotion in this you know it's just facts you know and um I would say just getting lost in the creativity and everything it gives you a chance to open up your mind to more creative avenues one and to hone your sense of creativity one of the things that I like that Ryan Benjamin said, he's an artist. Um, he's done work with uh, Batman and you know, a bunch of other characters. One of my favorite artists, personally. I hope to get to meet him one day. But, <laughs> um, what do you call it? 
Shit, I'm blanking. I'm blanking. I looked at the teddy bears again. <laughs> but he said that you have to create uh, when you feel like it, when you don't feel like it, when you're awake, when you're sleepy, like in all states and frames of mind. So whenever you're put on the spot and you have to do these commissions, you'll be able to create flawlessly. Now, that's not just to say that's only, you know, for commissions, but that's just for your creativity in general. Whenever you have deadlines and stuff to consider like that, of course, you know, when the pressure is on, you need to produce something. And it's been a while for me since I've had writer's block or a creative block, anything like that, because you just have to work around it. There is no block, you know, like a... If you're a business owner or you're just business oriented in general, you know that if you take some time off, especially if you don't have the appropriate coverage, that could be detrimental to what you're doing depending on your state, the state of your business. You know, for me personally, I know that I could take up to two months off and I'll be fine, right? And I save those two months for my podcast breaks. So with those, those are our season breaks, right? So with those, that's where I decide to, okay, you know, um, I'm going to plan out a few episodes. I'm going to catch up on some art. I'm going to write some more stories. I'm going to do this, 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 and that. So whenever I come back, you know, to the podcast, it's a lot easier to, you know, navigate and flow. Now, this time around, I'm definitely pre-recording episodes because last these, what, the last year or so, I've literally been creating on a weekly schedule. And at first it was exhausting, very, very exhausting. And I was very frustrated, um, especially being like a first time parent. And it's it, it, it was insane. Like, it was insane trying to keep up with work, being a dad, and trying to do what you do creatively. It it can be very, very challenging. And I got to a point to where I was so mentally exhausted, I wasn't even sure if I wanted what I was going for. Because I was like, is it really going to be like this all the time? You know, like, how long will I have to go on like this? And through all those emotions that I felt, I had to fight through that because I know, you know, regardless of the doubt that I may have, I want this shit, you know? And, you know, I feel like once I got past that and I got, uh, I I adapted to my creative schedule and everything like that, um, just better things happen, you know, over the horizon and it's it's been awesome it's been awesome i can't really say that i regret any of the decisions that have been made up to this point because every decision that was made was either a learning experience in some kind of fashion or it actually turned out to be an exciting and profitable venture to some capacity and even at that like like I said, you guys have to kind of see everything as a learning experience. Um, if you have the opportunity to learn it, why not? And I know that should be a given, but I've met some people that are just, just the complete opposite, you know, instead of actually taking a shot on yourself and 
you know, attempting to, to do something. And I'm not talking like sit down one time, try it out. If you can't do it, fuck it. I mean, try it out for like a week, <laughs> you know, like a solid week. And if you're not, you know, if it doesn't correlate with you, if you're not liking it, then okay, put it down. And I'm saying that as in like, I've talked to writers that wanted to, to find an artist, couldn't find an artist. I'm like, why don't you do your own shit? And they're like, I can't create art. I felt the same exact way for a very long time, a very long time, until eventually I said, fuck it, <laughs> sat down, and I was like, you know what, I made, a, I made a picture, and I was like, this is shit, right, and I even looked at, um, you know, she was my girlfriend at the time, ex-girlfriend now, but I, I looked at her, and I was like, yo, I don't know if I could do this, <laughs> you know, like, I, I want to create a whole comic, and this looks like shit, and I was like, whenever I was younger, you know, I was fucking awesome. It's just I put it down to just pursue, you know, a, a, a career in audio production. That now getting back into this, I just wish I kept up with it. And I can't think like that because the past is the past, you know. And she was like, you know, screw it, just keep working on it. Just keep working. So, of course, you know, I just kept, kept going at it, kept going at it. By the time that the week was out. I produced some images that even surprised me. And I just kept going. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to have to draw every single day until I get my art to where I want it to be. And even if it's not exactly where I need it to be, you can bet your ass I'll be able to emulate it in some kind of way. Like from what's in my mind to what's on this page, you know? And I say that because there were some images where I'm just like, you know, I see it in my mind, I'm like going to sleep and I'm, I'm imagining like this dope character in this cool position and I get up, I sketch him and he looks like he's taking a dump. <laughs> I was like, damn, like, I don't know why that happens, but if I don't have like, um, a reference pose, like it just the pose, like I don't need any of the costume details, anything like that, unless I'm initially like kind of just looking out for something, like oh, let me see how the ruffles of a jacket would look, you know, going this way or something. But and even at that, I just kind of go with the flow of the, the image. But when it comes to poses, yeah, I'm shitty. Like I have to look at the pose, you know, on a on a, a picture, and then I can do it. But if I try to imagine it, it's gonna look wonky as hell. <laughs> Nobody wants that, you know. But yeah, yeah. Just uh, I know I kind of went on a tangent right there. <laughs> Appreciate you guys holding on with that. And you see, and that's the awesome thing that I was telling you guys about. When you get lost in your creativity, it's just, it's just that. It always excites you. You always want more. When you focus on your numbers, you kind of get discouraged from creativity. At least I personally feel like. And that's what I, I've seen. Like I've told you guys, you kind of just look and you're like, why aren't people, you know, investing their time in this or investing their money or whatever? Or you'll be doing really good one day. And you're like, oh, it's a, it's a great day, yada yada. You could go on for like that for a couple of days, and then you have a drop, or you have this little dry spell, and you're like, what the fuck? You know, is, is no one supporting me? Like, what's going on? Uh, hold on. <coughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Ooh, sorry, guys. But um, I just wanted to at least share that because um, the person I was talking to, like, even after I gave him a little bit of this information, 
he was like, you know what, I think I'm going to just focus on the numbers. He was like, you know, I appreciate the advice. Like, I'd rather just do that. And there's no harm with that. It's just know what to expect if you're going to do that. And I'm not saying just completely ignore the numbers, go blindly into it all. Just don't fixate on it. Because I've, I've been there personally. It, it wasn't really as discouraging for me once I like adopted that mindset. But uh, for a while, I don't even want to say for a while, I'll say for like a month or two. Because it, it wasn't too long. Because I was talking to other creators and they had a lot of awesome advice. And that was just one of the things. But um, for a little bit, I just kept looking at my phone. Just like, oh, I got a stream. I just kept waiting. I was like, okay. Okay. Look at another stream. You know, and I just keep doing that. And it's like, what? who is that satisfying? You know, just for me, like, just my, my dopamine levels, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Like, while I'm doing that, I could have been drawing. I could have been brainstorming or writing or something else. Just finding something else that's more productive with your time rather than staring at that screen. Because what is it going to do for you? For me personally... Oh, I think that's what I was about to say earlier. For me personally, (laughs) whenever it comes to even the podcast, for instance, there are some episodes where I could see, like, for instance, the character analysis. I saw you guys really like those. But say if I drop a character analysis today and it's just fucking awesome, right? That doesn't mean that I'm going to drop another one next week. Probably not even the week after that. I create what I like to create. You know what I mean? So I'm glad you guys enjoyed that. I enjoy making it, you know? But that, excuse me, that doesn't mean that I'm going to go around. Sorry. Let's <laughs> imagine the, what was it, Forky Pig? <laughs> but that doesn't mean that I'm going to create you know, another episode after that. That's going to be another character analysis. Like, nah, I, I need to do what I want to do. And I, and I hope that you guys will like what I'm doing. I, I take some things into consideration, but I'm not creating things like that. I feel like that's how you get a lot of repetitive content. And eventually, you know, you kind of hit this dry spell. And I think that hip hop is one of the uh, mediums that is massively affected by that. It's just like, if something works, <laughs> most companies don't want to let that go. So they're like, oh, let's just ride this trend, this wave until it crashes and then just hop on the next one, you know? And um, I, I just can't do that. And I feel like there's some sort or some sense of longevity within that, uh, just because it's just more authentic. You're not just trying to service and cater to every single one of your fans, but you're just doing what you love to do every time you do it. And people feel that. And it's just an amazing thing. And that's what I wanted to be able to share with you guys. I know I kind of like <laughs> zoned out in a few of those parts and I apologize. Honestly, I'm going to just hide those graham crackers next time. But <laughs> um, yeah, I appreciate you guys for joining me and everything. I'm just going to cut it right here uh, just because I have a, a lot of things I'm doing right now. <laughs> I have to, I'm in the middle of this move and everything. And uh, it's a lot to get done. So, um, one thing I wanted to say before you guys go 
is that John Swayze interview is coming up very soon. Honestly, I'm aiming to do it next Friday, but I'm I'm unsure just because of like how the move is going. I got a lot of big stuff and <laughs> it is some bullshit. But <laughs> um Submit your, your questions and everything from the freeridersdungeon.blog. Uh, go to the contact us form. Uh, submit your questions for the John Swayze interview. Make sure you leave your name and everything. You might just be, you know, hearing your name and everything get read live with John Swayze. So, really awesome stuff going on. Make sure that you guys come and check it out. Um, I appreciate you guys for, for joining me, like I said, because honestly, like I tell you guys every single time, you could be doing anything else in the world and you decide to come by and listen to me. So it means the world to me. I appreciate you guys more than you know, every single one of you, you listening to me right now. Yes, you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So you guys have a wonderful day. I appreciate you. We'll see you next week. And I'll probably drop an episode, like, right in the middle of the week to let you guys know, like, if the, if the movie's going all right. And then we're on with the John Swayze stuff. But I got you. I got you. Catch you later, tribe. Never stop creating.